outstanding drama series. So we've got Andor. Andor what? Better Call Saul, The Crown. Better Call what? Damo, if you had to give it to a White Lotus actor, who would you give it to? When you say if I had to give it to them, what do you mean? <laughs> if you had to give them the award. I think Janelle James outstrips her in this season of Abbott. Really? Yeah. I might have to watch that. <laughs> this podcast was recorded remotely and may contain adult language and themes. Hello and welcome to TV DNA, the Emmys reaction episode. My name is Adam Hemming and I'm joined by Neil Shepek. Hey, great to see you guys again. And Damien Cooper. Hello. Point of order is a reaction to the Emmy nominations rather than the wins, right? Yes, sorry. The Emmy nominations have been announced today, the 75th Emmy Award nominations, and this is our our reaction, initial reaction to those nominations. And I think what we'll do, we're going to cover the sort of drama series, comedy series and limited series. But Succession has led the way with 27 Emmy nominations, 27, diff- right. 27 different categories, followed by The Last of Us with 24, The White Lotus with 23 and Ted Lasso with 21. So those are the big, big shows, uh, all of which we've talked about uh, and covered, in fact, on the podcast. Let's kick off then by running through outstanding drama series. So we've got Andor. Andor what? Better Call Saul, The Crown. Better Call what? House of the <laughs> House of the Dragon, The Last of Us, Succession, The White Lotus, and Yellow Jackets. So seven of the eight of these shows we've covered on the podcast. Which one are you saying we haven't covered? Well, we've never done episode by episode breakdowns on The Crown. So we, we have talked about probably all of the shows previously at some point. And I've seen all eight of these. Have you? How, how many have you seen? I haven't seen Yellow Jackets and I've only seen season one of White Lotus. But other than that, I've seen all the rest. Yeah, I haven't seen Yellow Jackets and I haven't seen The Crown. Otherwise, I've seen it all. So, um, yeah, any, any thoughts on these? Anything you think that's potentially missing from this list? It's, it's tough because, you know, the nominations have literally come out um, at time of recording. And there's so many shows in that list that I absolutely loved. My instinct, my initial reaction, and I might change this, but I'm almost certain. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm stuck between for best drama series, Better Call Soul and Succession. I don't know which one is better than the other. They're both absolutely amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think Succession has won it twice before, right? Succession is a big Emmy darling show. And it being the final, I know it's the final season of Better Call Saul, but traditionally Better Call Saul has not done well at these awards. I think Succession is probably the front runner in this. And it was a very, very good final season. But Better Call Saul was as well, was stunning. Yeah, I think the only other show out of that that I think should be in the conversation is probably The Last of Us. Andor? (laughs) Andor, no. Sorry. Andor, no. (laughs) I know. For a lot of people, Andor is amazing. But for for me, it just doesn't feel like it's on the same level as Better Call Saul and The Last of Us, uh, and Succession. But I think The Last of Us is probably the only other show coming close to that level, I think, of being a complete package. If you think about the conversation that was had around TV this year, episode three of The Last of Us was a massive part of the zeitgeist and other parts of the show. I don't think Andor, The Crown, 
House of the Drought, as much as so many people have loved listening to our Glance Fest episode, um, the White Lotus and Yellow Jackets, they just have not been a part of the conversation as much as the other three have. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, I, I would say, I, you know, I think Better Call Saul and Succession were, were both excellent. I think Andor and The Last of Us and The White Lotus were all incredibly good shows and you know in in other years may well be in with shout house of the dragon i thought was a fine you know fine show we, we enjoyed covering that and yellow jackets has come in for a bit of flack in, in season two i think but um i izzy and i both really really enjoyed that show and i do i would highly recommend yellow jackets as a show is this controversial i don't know i don't necessarily think house of the dragon would be in that conversation if it hadn't been for game of thrones before it I completely agree I mean, it was good. I I, I really enjoyed it, and um, the last episode particularly was amazing. It was absolutely fantastic, but it's not reached Game of Thrones level yet. When Game of Thrones said its best, yeah, I think I think that's fair, definitely. Adam, do you think that uh, Bad Sisters is a glaring omission here? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I wouldn't say a glaring omission because I think the eight shows that have been picked are all really, really strong. I'd have put it in ahead of The Crown, personally, because I think it is a phenomenal show, brilliantly done. And The Crown, I mean, again, The Crown is another Emmy darling show, right? It's well, There are fewer acting nominations for The Crown this year than there have been in previous years, but it's almost guaranteed a spot on the list. Damo, what do you think about the glaring omission of Emily in Paris? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you know me, man. I'm a ride or die day one super fan of Emily in Paris. Jeez. I mean, I already have a serious issue with uh, with what's going on in these nominations. I've already made a comment about it in the WhatsApp group. Regular listeners can probably work out what it is. But I mean, if Emily in Paris was to find itself anywhere near that list... I think I'd probably just have nothing to do with the Emmys. I'd share the same level of respect that I kind of show the Oscars now. Should we have a look at the directing nominations for the drama series? Because I think there's it links in with a lot of what we've been talking. But and or the episode Rick's Road, directed by Benjamin Caron, which is the big sort of revolution episode, I believe, Neil? Yep. And or what? Uh, <laughs> Bad Sisters for the Prick, which is directed by... Devla Walsh. Um, I can't remember exactly which episode that is of Bad Sisters, but it will have been something very much uh, linked to the JP character, I'm sure. Maybe the final one. The Last of Us, Long, Long Time, which is episode three, directed by Peter Hoare. Um, and then three succession directors have been nominated. So we've got Andre Parekh for America Decides, Mark Mylod for Connor's Wedding, and Lorraine Scafaria for Living Plus. And then finally, uh, A River Dirtchie for uh, the episode of The White Lotus, directed by Mike White, of course, um, which was a significant episode, I think, for Jennifer Coolidge's character. I mean, surely it has to be Connor's Wedding. I mean, that was one of the best TV moments probably of this decade. Yes. Which episode was Connor's Wedding? Is that the one where he dies? Spoiler. Yeah, it's the one where we find out he dies, and it was the one where there was like a 23 or 25 minutes, like, constant shoot with like three or five different cameras. I mean, it was absolutely stunning. And none of us were expecting Logan Sly at that point. And all the acting in it. I mean, the directing for that particular episode to capture all those moments as they were running it live over 25 minutes. And um, for me, there was absolutely no doubt. Even though I, fair enough, haven't seen a lot of the other nominations, 
so I, I guess I can't properly predict. The revolution scenes in Andor were amazing, but I don't see how any other episode over this year could beat Connor's wedding. Andor what? Thank you. My thing about this is we've got three episodes of Succession, but none for Better Call Saul, which I do think is bullshit. I mean, I, I think it's an absolute disgrace. I agree with you, actually. Well, I, I think the America Decides episode is is another brilliant one from Succession. So I think that is is deserving of its place. But yeah, the, the third Succession one maybe could have been. <laughs> it's a bit greedy. Any, it could have been any of the final batch of Better Call Saul episodes. <laughs> they were all phenomenally shot. They were so detailed, as proven Which... by our deep dives Guys, so if, you, if you're not sure and you can't remember, be sure to listen back to our Better Call Saul episodes. <laughs> Would you be able to pick one? The one that immediately comes to my mind, apart from the final episode, is the one where Kim breaks down on the tube. I mean, I found that an amazing episode and so emotionally captivating. Yeah, the Kim, Kim on the bus episode, yeah. definitely. I think that would probably be the one. I don't know which one it was. Let's move on to actors then. So lead actor in a drama series, we've got Jeff Bridges in The Old Man, which is another show that I have I have seen. He's very good in it. I don't think he's going to trouble the uh, the, the, the awards, though. Uh, Brian Cox, Kieran Culkin, and Jeremy Strong for Succession. Three lead actors in that show. Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul and Pedro Pascal for The Last of Us. I mean, Brian Cox is only in the first three episodes, isn't he? <laughs> and the last. Oh, yeah. You all know who who I think should win that. But what do you think? I agree. I do think Bob Odenkirk should win for Better Call Saul now. <laughs> I'd be very happy if he did, I'll be honest. So my issue is three lead actors. Fuck off. Sorry. It's a great show. But how does that work? It's, it's a nonsense. It's, it's an ensemble show, right? Same as the White Lotus. So all of the White Lotus actors are in the supporting categories. Um, but for succession, I think they're sort of hedging their bets a bit. And it is the actor's choice as to which category they put themselves forward for. And also, who would you say is the lead in Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead? Or Waiting for Godot? Who would you say the lead actor was? I, I would say there are two leads in that one. But I think with an ensemble show like Succession, I mean, you know, it, we could debate this for hours. But I think mm. I think they're all really good. I think Pedro Pascal was brilliant in The Last of Us. The Old Man's Worth a Watch is a a really decent show some really lovely big dogs in it um so if you haven't caught the old man before i think it's on disney plus get it before they drop it <laughs> lead actress in a drama series then sharon horgan in bad sisters melanie linsky in yellow jackets elizabeth moss in the handmaid's tale uh, of course bella ramsey in the last of us kerry russell in the diplomat and sarah snook in succession there's a few of those that I haven't seen. I, I think as far as craftsmanship, I'd have to still stick with Sarah Snook in Succession. I think she's absolutely amazing. But Bella Ramsey being nominated makes me extremely happy. I don't think she'll get it, but it makes me very happy that she's nominated. Yeah, for, I, I think she does a phenomenal performance in The Last of Us. I'd be very happy for her to scoop the award. Sharon Horgan, I mean, they're all brilliant in Bad Sisters, but yeah, Sharon Horgan particularly gives a really really strong performance and Melanie Linsky again it's an ensemble show Yellow Jackets um, but I think she's had a great year with her appearance in The Last of Us as well um, but yeah it's almost guaranteed that Elizabeth Moss will be will be in the list somewhere yeah it feels to me like I said I, I stopped watching The Handmaid's Tale like maybe a season and a half in but it feels to me like that show is now entirely just for her to be nominated for leading actress awards <laughs> That's Has she ever won one? 
Has she ever won one? I, I, uh, it's a good question, actually. Should we Google and find out? Um, I have a feeling she has. I'm, I still watched The Handmaid's Tale. I think the last season was better than most, most of the recent ones, but it's a, a lot to get through if you stopped it at some point. I think it's the final season is going to be the, the next one. Do you want to run it while I Google Elizabeth Moss Emmys? I, I, I was going to say, whilst you Google, I've got something to talk about. I see Kerry Russell in there for The Diplomat. And I think The Diplomat is a good show, and I think Kerry Russell is very good in it and very enjoyable. Is she good enough to be nominated for lead actress in a drama series? I'm not so sure. I would agree with you, actually. I've only seen the first episode and half of the second episode for The Diplomat. But, yeah, it, it's it's good, but I wouldn't say her performance kind of, like, outshines Sarah Snook or Bella Ramsey. I mean, talking about Connor's wedding, all I can think about particularly is ha- what Sarah Snook's performance is like on that boat. I mean, they're all really good. But for me, I was just like, Jesus Christ, she's yeah. absolutely knocking it out of the park. That walk she does with Jeremy Strong to go and get Connor. I mean, all of that stuff. Sarah Snook is just almost untouchable in that episode. She's so good. Yeah, I mean, short of Kieran Culkin as Roman, she's the best in that episode. Uh, only four years in since 2012, I think. 19? No, four sorry, years since 2019. Only four years since 2009 that Elizabeth Moss has not been nominated for something. So previously, right. Mad Men, there was a limited series or movie called Top of the Lake, and uh, she's won two. Both in 2017, one for Outstanding Lead Actress in The Handmaid's Tale, and the other is Producer for Outstanding Drama Series, The Handmaid's Tale. So she's only actually won two, but yeah, 15 nominations for Elizabeth Moss. Let's go on to supporting actors in a drama series then, uh, otherwise we won't get through these. We've got F. Murray Abraham in The White Lotus. Well, it's a White Lotus succession off, and that we've got four actors from The White Lotus. So F. Murray Abraham, Michael Imperioli, Theo James and Will Sharp. And then four actors from Succession, Nicholas Braun, Matthew McFadden, Alan Ruck, and Alexander Skarsgård. So, Damo, if you had to give it to a White Lotus actor, who would you give it to? When you say, if I had to give it to them, what do you mean? <laughs> if you had to give them the award. Right, sure, 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 sure. I don't know. Who's Will Sharp again? He was Ethan. Not Ethan. Maybe F. Murray Abraham or Michael Imperioli. Yeah. Theo James is is naughty nephew Jack, right? No, Theo James is Cameron. Oh, yeah. No, neither of them. It's got to be one of the, it's got to be the father or son. Yeah. But we all know it's it's all, it's all Matthew, it's Matthew McFadden's there, right? Yeah. Do we think, I mean, I I think he's probably the favourite in this category. I think Alexander Skarsgård potentially is an outside bet on that, but I can't see it going to Alan Ruck or. Nicholas Braun ahead of Matthew McFadden. I think Matthew McFadden is just amazing. I mean, they all are. All four of them are fantastic. So in supporting actress in a drama series, we've got five from the White Lotus this time around. <laughs> so Jennifer Coolidge, Megan Fahey, Sabrina Impacciatore, who played the reception, the hotel manager, whose name's gone out of my head, Damo. Valentina. Valentina, that's it. Aubrey Plaza and Simona Tabasco. Um, I mean, I think Aubrey Plaza was superb in that show. Then in the the other ones, we've got Elizabeth Debicki in The Crown, Ray Seahorn for Better Call Saul, and Jay Smith Cameron for Succession. Who did Elizabeth Debicki play in The Crown? She was Princess Di. Oh. 
She was very good. I don't feel like Jerry did much in succession this season. So, you know, no. she's great, but I don't think she's done enough in the, in the season to justify it. As far as I'm concerned, it's really a Seahorn. But I haven't watched White Lotus. However, she absolutely deserves recognition for what she's done in Beck Borsal. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. It should not be anyone else. Give the woman her fucking flowers. But I think... <laughs> The big challenger, because once again, a huge part of the zeitgeist, and she is brilliant in not just this series, but in the first series. And what happens to her character at the end of the second series is amazing. These gays are trying to kill me. It's probably going to be Jennifer Coolidge, right? She is brilliant in it. I mean, I prefer Aubrey Plaza, to be honest. I think she was just superb in that show. I'm enjoying thoroughly watching her in Parks and Recreation at the moment as well. Let's look at guest actors then in drum series, and that'll wrap up that stuff. So, again, all of the guest actors and all of the guest actresses come from two shows, either The Last of Us or from Succession. So for The Last of Us, you've got Murray Bartlett as Frank, Lamar Johnson as Henry Burrell, Kayvon Montreal Woodard as Sam Burrell and Nick Offerman also in Parks and Recreation as Bill. And then from Succession, you've got James Cromwell as Ewan Roy and Arian Moayad as Stewie Hosseini. I think it has to be Nick Offerman as Bill. However much I've enjoyed other performances, I just think the episode that he was in was just outstanding. Equally, it could be Murray Bartlett as Frank, his lover. I think they're both... Brilliant. And part of me would like to see them both win it. <laughs> Have they ever done that? Have they ever hands? given out joint awards? I'm sure some awards organisers in the past have split awards. But uh, yeah, it would be a really lovely thing for them to do, I think. Mm. Really lovely. Yeah, I think Sam and Henry, that episode was also really brilliant. And they were they were fantastic in it. Again, don't really feel like... I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an award for a guest spot, right? But I don't know that you and Roy or Stewie Hussaini did enough for me mm. as characters. No shows. No way. So guest actresses then in succession, we've got Hyam Abbas as Marsha, Cherry Jones as Nan Pierce, Harriet Walter as Lady Caroline Collingwood. And then <laughs> in The Last of Us, we've got Melanie Linsky again as Kathleen, Storm Reed as Riley Abel, and Anna Torv as Teresa Tess Servopoulos. So yeah, similarly split between those. Tough one. I mean, Harriet Walter is brilliant in succession, right? She'd probably be mm. my pick of those three. What's going to happen with Peter's cheese if she doesn't win? <laughs> Anna Torv and Melanie I think, for me, it's either of them or Harriet Walter. Yeah. I think those are the only real genuine contenders for me in that. Yeah. Oh, they're all really, I think, really good in those mm. bits. But again, Marsha and Nan Pierce are a little bit less to do. Any final thoughts then on drama series? Just that once again, Better Call Saul criminally underrepresented. Yeah, yeah. The one, the one category I didn't get around to picking up on was the writing stuff. Maybe we'll do that in a future watch list to see whether there are any writing nods for some of these shows as well, because we do normally talk about those. But yeah, it feels like it's going to be a big year for Succession. I, I yeah, I, I really hope The Last of Us gets some get some as well because I think it's was such a brilliant show very much looking forward to the second season of that Good and the better call soul gets some acknowledgement totally but as we said if you haven't watched one of those shows and you're thinking you're going to pick one of them up now then you can listen along to our podcast episodes uh, we'll pop something on the socials with uh, good starting places for each of those shows and um, so you can find those there so comedy series then we have got Abba Elementary Barry The Bear Jury Duty The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Poker Face, 
Ted Lasso and Wednesday. How many of these have you seen? So I've started Barry, even not finished it. I'm enjoying it, but I don't think it deserves to win an Emmy yet. The Bear, I started it light, but it wasn't enough for me to continue. I probably would if I had nothing to do. I've seen the star of Ted Lasso, really enjoyed it. But again, it wasn't enough for me to stick with it. And I probably would again if I had. I've, I've got a six week summer holiday coming up, so maybe I'll make my way through it during that. Wednesday again I enjoyed but I don't really see it as a Emmy winner yeah, yeah I really me. enjoyed Wednesday I thought it was great and I'm, I'm really pleased that it's on the list I've watched The Bear I think it's good I know Adam you and Izzy particularly love it I think it's good I, I'm not sure I, I'm I've fully drunk the Kool-Aid on it as they say but it is it is a good Who watch says that about Kool-Aid it's just something for our friends across the pond. Cool. I speak in American sometimes. <laughs> yeah, obviously, and I've watched Poker Face and Ted Lasso, and I think Ted Lasso is an Emmy Award-winning show. This season is not a season for it to win those awards. Uh, I think Poker Face was brilliant. A couple of bumps in the road, for want of a better turn of phrase, but... He says that. All... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen six of these. I haven't seen Jury Duty, which is, is it, um, what's his name? James Marsden. Is it him playing himself on a jury? I believe that's the concept of that show. And I haven't seen The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I did try once to start season one and didn't didn't get very far. But I've watched all the others. I For me, I think it's between The Bear and Poker Face. I do think those are the two strongest this year. Abbott Elementary, I bang on about all the time. Really, really brilliant. If you haven't started watching it yet. Highly recommend Barry. The difficult thing with Barry now in this country is that it's no longer available to watch the final season, so that's that's a challenge, I think. But yeah, really glad to see Wednesday on there, and I agree with everything you said about Ted Lasso. Similarly, for me, Only Murders in the Building, good season. Don't think it's going to win the award. Actors in a comedy series. Then we've got Bill Hader for Barry, Martin Short for Only Murders in the Building, Jason Siegel for Shrinking, which probably could have been on that list. I think Shrinking is very good comedy on Apple TV Plus. Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso and Jeremy Allen White for The Bear. And for me, this should be Jeremy Allen White for The Bear. Moving on. I haven't seen anyone enough. And like I said, Ted's barely in season three. How can it be nominated? Yeah, I, I, Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis should not win this one. Like, to, for, not for what he's, he does with Ted in that final episode, final series. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bill, uh, Bill Hader and Jeremy Allen White, I think, would probably be the front runners. Yeah, I would yeah. agree on both of those, even though I've only watched like maybe the first five episodes of each of them. Bill Hader is, I guess, very nuanced in what he does, whereas Jeremy Allen White, like, you really get a lot of like kind of passion and um, really committing to quite extreme emotions at times. Yeah, I mean, definitely in the final season of Barry, Bill Hader goes a bit more, um, a bit bigger okay. in certain respects. Uh, you could say. But lead actress in a comedy series, we've got Christina Applegate in Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Quinta Brunson, who is brilliant in Abbott Elementary, Natasha Leone, The Poker Face, and Jenna Ortega for Wednesday. Big hitters in here. Someone recommended Dead to Me, and I did watch the first season of Dead to Me. I don't know whether any of you have seen it before. Um, I've seen bits of it. Yeah. I thought it was okay. I thought it was it was decent. There's some good end of episode sort of twists in that first season. Catherine's watched it all the way through and she can't believe that I stopped after season one. <laughs> so I might, I may well, given that I've you know, seen most of these shows already, go back to Dead to Me. 
When when you say someone recommended dead to me to you, Adam, did they say you're dead to me? Oh, that might have been it. I've not seen a lot of those. Um, I'm assuming Jenna Ortega for Wednesday is, plays Wednesday, and I think she does fantastic. She's got great comic skills as well as that kind of deadpan that's necessary for the character. So because I, I haven't seen the others, I'd be really happy if she got it. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen any Wednesday, only the kind of stuff that then gets put on social media and the, that infamous dance routine. I think Natasha Leone is so good in Poker Face. And it's quite interesting that obviously she's down for a lead in a comedy series, but I'm not necessarily sure her character is that comedic, in that, which is quite interesting. I also found something out this week that blew my mind. So Natasha Leone was offered first offer on the part of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> and she she turned it down. She also was first offer for a character in Dawson's Creek and she turned it down. Yeah, I knew that. I knew the Buffy one. I didn't know the Dawson's Creek one. Let's move on to supporting actress. Then we've still got a few of these to get through. So Alex Borstein in the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Io Edabiri, who is brilliant in the Bear, Janelle James, Cheryl Lee Ralph, both from Abbott Elementary, Juno Temple and Hannah Waddingham in Ted Lasso, and Jessica Williams, who is fantastic in Shrinking. Um, some really, really good performances. I think really good comedic performances. I think Janelle James in Abbott Elementary in this season i think cheryl lee ralph won it last year for abbott elementary i think janelle james outstrips her in this season of abbott really yeah i might have to watch that (laughs) (laughs) any thoughts on juno hannah etc yeah i was about to say i feel this is like another one of those moments where they are people really paying attention the same with jason stick is going being put up hannah waddingham she's brilliant in ted lasso but she was given nothing criminally it was one of the one of the reasons why season three was not as good as the other two was because Hannah Wadding was given nothing to do. And I don't I'm not necessarily sure that Juno Temple had enough either for it to be like a performance we're talking about as one of the best that's been in the last year. Not they're not bad performances, but they weren't given enough. They didn't have enough screen time. The characters didn't have enough of a journey for us to be putting them there sadly and that's as much the fault of the writing than it is the performance is is the nomination playing devil's advocate is the nomination suggesting that with the little they were given they gave outstanding performances yeah possibly it depends on how you judge it i guess for me the the funniest performances if you're going purely on a performance in a in a comedy series you're meant to be funny right um would be jessica williams in shrinking and janelle james in abbott elementary i'm actually meant to bring this up but the bear for me when i when i watched the bear i didn't really think of it as a comedy more as a drama so io edabiri her performance in the bear is incredible but is if you're judging it as a comedic performance then i don't think it's as strong as the others but yeah her acting performance is up there if not top of the lot yeah supporting actor then in a comedy series anthony carrigan no ho hank in barry phil dumpster jamie tart and ted lasso and brett goldstein roy kent in ted lasso james marston who plays himself not with himself neil in jury duty Oh. <laughs> Eben Moss Bacharach for Andor, no sorry for the bear tyler james williams for abbott elementary and henry winkler aka the fonz for mm. barry hey I love Henry Wengler and for me, 
it would be awesome to have, I guess, what's a bit of a comeback with Henry Winkler. I love Henry's Winkler as well. But for me... What about his comeback? Oh, goodness me. Goodness me. For me, I think it's got to be Phil Dunster in Ted Lasso. Jamie Tart. That performance is so funny. It's, I think, much more than Roy Kent. I think one of the few characters that was properly written in Series 3 was probably Jamie Tart, to do to do, 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 do Jamie Tart. He was the MVP in Ted Lasso in that season. And yeah, I agree. I think he's definitely worthy. Noho Hank is one of my favourite characters on TV. So I wouldn't be disappointed to see Anthony Carrigan win for that either. And I love Evan Moss Bacharach as a as a performer. I think he's great. But yeah, for me, Phil Dunster as well would be the best winner there. Quick run through guest actors. Then The Bear, John Bernthal, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Luke Kirby, Only Murders in the Building, Nathan Lane, who I think won last year, Pedro Pascal for Saturday Night Live, and then Oliver Platt in The Bear and Sam Richardson in Ted Lasso. He does have some good lines in that. I'd love it if Pedro Pascal one for Saturday Night Live. I've not even seen the routine, but I imagine it was awesome. Yeah, so he's up for two two different awards, right? Probably less competitive than this one. <laughs> <laughs> Guest actresses, we've got Becky Ann Baker in Ted Lasso, played Ted's mum, Dottie. Uh, Sarah Niles, also in Ted Lasso. And Harriet Walter, again, second nomination for her this year uh, in Ted Lasso. Then we've got Quinta Brunson, also from Saturday Night Live. Again, two noms for her. Taraji P. Henson in Abbott Elementary and Judith Light in Poker Face. And I don't really remember either of those performances. <laughs> Bit of a weird one, that. I don't know. Maybe Quinta Brunson will win it. Let's move on to limited series then. So, a uh, few of these, but we've got Beef, Dharma, Monster, The Jeffrey Dharma Story, Daisy Jones and the Six, Fleischman is in Trouble, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obviously, have a, a huge soft spot for Obi-Wan Kenobi. But on a zeitgeist level, Dharma hyphen monster, I mean, that has been mentioned so much. And I know so many people who have seen and raved about it. Yeah, I've always been put off it. Um, mm. And maybe I'll have to watch it now. It's the only one of the five I haven't seen. So I think Beef is just a fantastic bit of TV. And I'm glad to see that it's been nominated. For me, I, mean, I'm, I haven't really seen anything else. I've seen, obviously, the first episode of Five Minutes in Trouble, which we did as a watch list for our live show. Still available, a pay-per-view. I, d- I don't know who you pay or how, but it is still available somehow. Uh, money goes to charity, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, beef. Maybe it's my peninsula mentality, but I think it's got to be beef. Yeah, I would agree. I, my, my fear is that, as Neil says, that Dharma's got a lot of stuff behind it, but I think beef is the best of those shows. I enjoyed Daisy Jones and the Six. I enjoyed Fleischman's in Trouble. I'm stunned that Obi-Wan Kenobi is on there. <laughs> it, although I thoroughly enjoyed it, it definitely had its flaws. Yeah. So the lead actors are in a limited series or TV movie. So we've got Taron Egerton in Blackbird, Kamal Nanjiani in Welcome to Chippendales, Evan Peters in Dharma, Daniel Radcliffe in Weird, the Al Yankovic story, Michael Shannon in George and Tammy, and Stephen Yun in Beef. Um, again, I've only... I have watched Welcome to Chippendales and Blackbird. I hope it would go to Stephen Yun. Seconded. I like Stephen Yun, but again, I think the Jeffrey Dharma story will do very well. So lead actress in a limited series or TV movie, we've got Lizzie Kaplan for Fleischman is in Trouble, Jessica Chastain for George and Tammy, Dominique Fishback for Swarm, which is a show that Chloe Wade has recommended to me and I've not yet been able to see, uh, Catherine Hahn for Tiny Beautiful Things, Riley Keough for Daisy Jones and the Six, 
and Ali Wong for beef. I mean, really, we're, <laughs> I think it ought to be a beef clean sweep of these, really, <laughs> I think, even though I haven't seen three of those shows. Lizzie Kaplan's great and Flashman is in trouble and Riley Keough is also very good in Daisy Jones and the Six, but they don't hold a candle up to Ali Wong. Agreed. Just supporting actors to go then. Murray Bartlett in Welcome to Chippendales. Paul Walter Hauser in Blackbird. Richard Jenkins in Dharma. Joseph Lee and Young Mazzino in Beef. Ray Liotta, also in Blackbird, and Jesse Plemons in Love and Death, which is coming to these shores soon. We haven't had Love and Death yet, so difficult for us to judge on that one. But. Well, you know who I want to win? <laughs> I want Paul Waterhouse to win for Blackbird. Oh, I love him so much. He's, I've just watched the first episode of After Party, which came out on Apple TV today, uh, and it's gr- so great having him in it. I just think he's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Tricky one, I think. Um, not sure who that will go to. Outstanding supporting actress in a limited series or TV movie. We have Anna Lee Ashford and Juliette Lewis in Welcome to Chippendales. Maria Bello in Beef. Claire Danes in Fleischman is in Trouble. Camilla Marone in Daisy Jones and the Six. Nicey Nash Bests in Dharma. And Merritt Weaver in Tiny Beautiful Things. I think Claire Danes does a brilliant job in Fleischman is in Trouble. But I did have a big crush on Maria Bello when she was in ER back in the day. And now you've got beef with her? No, I thought she was great in beef. Yeah. <laughs> directing. Do you want to do directing for a limited or anthology series? There's a quick mention of these. There's two episodes of beef, two episodes of Dharma, and one episode of Fleischman is in Trouble. That episode of Fleischman is in Trouble, I, I think it's episode seven. And it's the one where it, it basically turns the whole show on its head. It is a really, really strong episode of TV. I think they, are those the final couple of episodes of beef? Probably. If they are, I haven't seen them. Uh, again, I'm just going to say Zeitgeist, Dharma. Well, I thought we'd finish off with outstanding main title design. <laughs> you love your titles. <laughs> I do love my titles. And there's some cracking ones in here. Cabinet of Curiosities, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, which is on Netflix. Hello Tomorrow, which is on Apple TV+. Plus. I have, that's the one I don't really know so well. I might have to do a little YouTube search for that. The Last of Us, which was, I thought, a really strong opening credits. Rings of Power, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. I don't really remember the opening credits. To that. No. Um, Wednesday and The White Lotus, which is superb. So as much as the theme is an absolute banger in White Lotus, the titles are brilliant too. Mm, so good. So many little clues that it gives to what's happening in the show. Fantastic. Really brilliant. They were great for season one as well. Yeah, yeah, they were. Um, but technically, I think Cabinet of Curiosities and The Last of Us are both really, really brilliantly done. Wow, so that's the Emmys then for this year. Are we do you have do... a date, Adam? Yeah, I do. The date, the uh, ceremony will be on, well, maybe on the 18th of September. This is obviously pending what goes on with all the strike action, uh, the Writers mm-hmm. Guild, whether the SAG, uh, I don't think that's been determined yet whether the Actors Guild, Screen Actors Guild are going on strike or not. So everyone's a little bit sort of tentative about confirming that as the date. That's when it's scheduled currently, but it may well be moved. Yeah, I think it's quite likely, right? I think SAG are pretty much ready to throw down tools and it doesn't look like the writers' guild are going to get what they want. So I think it's highly likely that that's how it's going to go down. Have the nominations inspired you to 
pick up any of these shows that you haven't yet watched? I had one on the tip of my tongue and it's gone. Barry, there's another one, but I'm so tired. I can't even think straight right now. So, Neil, what about you? I think I will almost certainly pick up White Lotus from where I've left it off. In fact, I might even watch an episode tonight. I, I think that's probably the biggest out of all of those. Definitely want to continue with Beef and the Bear. Yeah, I guess they're probably the main three that I'd like to complete. I've remembered now a show I know I need to watch because everyone is always telling me I should. Abbott Elementary. Yeah, finally. Um <laughs> Yeah, I think I'll finish Dead to Me, given that I've gone through one season already. Uh, I'm curious about Swarm and Jury Duty as well, uh, so I might check those out. But yeah, good stuff. Well, thanks very much for doing this, chaps. We're going to be back in a few days to do our next watch list episode, where we will be talking about Channel 5's Heat. Have you managed to watch any yet, Damo? Is it out yet? Shit. <laughs> First one came out yesterday, the second one's out this evening, and then it'll be, yeah, it's two more, it's daily for this week. So all four episodes, but I'm I've nearly finished the first episode. I'll tell you more when we do our watch list episode. But we will also definitely be talking about After Party on Apple TV Plus and everything else we've been watching, etc. Potentially, Izzy and I will also try and squeeze out the time to do a secret invasion episode on episodes three and four of that mildly disappointing show. Adam, have you heard when the boys are coming out? Uh, no, I haven't heard when the boys are coming out. Do you know? Yeah, it's June next year. Is it? A bit of a wait then. Yeah, I don't, you'll just have to deal with Catherine until then. Yeah, but I'm sure it'll be worth it when they do come out. Then you'll be swimming in boys. <laughs> I do like the boys. Let's uh, hear it for the boys. Any other, anything else? Any other business? Other than the time delay that we've got on this record, um, I think I think we should probably just quickly remind our glorious, beautiful, intelligent wonderful fans and listeners that they can let us know what their thoughts are on the Emmy nominations by hitting us up on the socials at TV DNA pod on Instagram and Twitter, still no threads, or you can put TV space DNA in the search bar of Facebook or Google, and you will find us there. Let us know your thoughts. None of those adjectives are really fitting for Marjorie. Can you be more inclusive and use an adjective that would include her. Sure. I mean, it's really tricky. Is she still uh, in the penitentiary system? No, she's been um, sent to America. She's been extradited. That's what I mean. She, she's she's in the penitentiary system of, of the United States of America. No, she's now living under an alias. What, what, what's that then? In Somewhere in West Virginia, she's got a different name and identity, so no one can find her, not even me. Her new name's Virginia? She's living in West Virginia. Mountain Mama, is that her new name? Martha. (laughs) Shall we go? (laughs) Yes, thanks very much, chaps. Enjoyed this as ever. Until next time. Bye. Bye.